So guys, well, I say guys, Chris, me and Dan, we went and actually saw a podcast live for the very first time. And we went to see our favorite boys at the Trash Taste podcast over in London, Hammersmith Apollo. I fucking enjoyed it. Did you, Dan? Nearly been a week since it, as of time of recording. And I'm still thinking about the things that occurred in the show. And I'm still like laughing to myself, especially the, um, you know what I'm about to mention, the uh, anime character you'd like to take on a date with. I'm still laughing over the wild card answer on that. That's still getting me. I'll, I'll just be working. I'll just think about that. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so stupid, but oh, it makes it makes me laugh. No, it yeah, was so a great. That, yeah, it was a great show. Just to put it into context, so when we went to the show, as soon as you sat down, you had like a QR code on the screen to scan. And it came up like a like almost like a Microsoft Forms questionnaire thing. So I was like, oh, what would you say is the best thing we do in the UK? What do we do better than anyone else? What's the best fast food chain in the UK? And then it goes down to things like, oh, like which anime fan base is the worst? What would be the last thing in your search history on your phone? What anime character do you take on a date? Questions like that. Obviously, the first one's UK based. It's just you know because they're targeting Joey because he's from Australia and they're both and they've all three of them have spent like quite a few years in Japan now, so they're probably slightly bit out of touch with the slightly. UK. Yeah, slightly and yeah so we just got this qr code and we did it and each one of the guys they did their own like little hosting like separate little game show and connor did the results of the question there so what they're doing no, is no, they'd... no no gant did question he asked questions he... oh yeah 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 sorry uh, and so he asked like the audience and then the other two questions connor yes, did, the, did had, had the questionnaire and then jerry had a, a debate section on their shit takes on their trash tastes yes so yeah, so um, so what they'd do, they'd go through and they'd read out the top five answers for each question, and each of them would have to guess one of the top fives. Whoever loses, you know, gets has to do a punishment at the end of the round. And they're just and the first few, like the UK ones, you know, were relatively normal. Like, what well, is the best fast food place in the UK? Obviously, Greg's because everyone loves Greg's. But there's like hot takes when they're saying, oh yeah, Nando's at the top, and like, okay, we're starting to push this. And Burger King, I was like, okay, fuck right off. I, I, I don't whoever put Burger King in that crowd. I, I don't know what was going through. It was head. more than one. That's the problem. I, Several people would have put Burger King. I don't think Burger King's bad, but I would not say it's like top five it nah. definitely is not no better than greg's near. what you think is better than greg's oh hell yeah infinitely no I, I I chris has got chris has got I trash taste we need to shoot I, wouldn't, I wouldn't agree to that <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's at the end of the day it's, it's whatever so yeah so the first few ones of the uk were just quite generalized you know they just have to guess the top five so then when it came to the anime ones obviously they had to try and guess like the top fives but then what they do after the you see like the list of the five, they're throwing the wild cards. They basically pick out someone from the crowd who possibly put the weirdest response. So one of the questions, as as Dan mentioned, was what anime character would you take on a date? You know, the general answers could have been things like, you know, I put Rem from ReZero. Some people put Gojo Satoru from Jujutsu Kaisen. Some people might put Nezuko from Demon Slayer. So they might have been like the top five answers, if you know what I mean. And then they throw out the wild card. You know, it's hardly a spoiler because it could be different per show. We've spoke about Mushoka um, Tensei before on the podcast. Yeah, um, but we didn't actually go into the season two stuff because you weren't up to date with that at the time. Yeah. The wild card answer was Rudius Grey Rat, but then in bracket, and then this is why it became uh, a wild card, was it when I'll make it make his PP go boing. Uh, make, because make his PP go boing again. <laughs> yeah, because Rudius Grey Rat in season two of Mushoka Tensei has a... Uh, 
ED. Erectile dysfunction. Uh, so that's why it was a wild card. And uh, yeah, I'm still thinking about that. It's still making me laugh. It, it was a nice one. And then there's, you know, the general was like, okay, what, sh- what sort of hentai do you secretly like? I put the absolute bro <laughs> answer and I was just like, oh, there's, there's nothing that I secretly like. I'm proud of everything I like. And then some fucker puts up penis births. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> Like, this is an actual thing. It's like, okay, fair enough. But yeah, but that was just the general gist of the pod, of the live podcast. It wasn't really a podcast. It's more just the three boys just doing a show rather than it being a podcast. You know, you've got the personalities there, putting on a performance and a great one at that. Obviously, we saw the Good Kids live as well at the start. That was good, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. They had a band on called Good Kid. Our show was the only show that had a support. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, they were, they were like, it's a bit weird having a whole crowd sitting down listening to our music yeah because it's almost like they wanted people to start jumping and stuff they're like i'm they're still sitting down but uh, it, it was it was great i like i didn't because it was literally on the day i checked twitter and it was like uh, trash tape for like oh we've got good kids supporting us today it was like wait what that's really cool so yeah it was a nice little bonus yeah we had a nice little weekend in uh, london didn't we brandon yeah yeah we went chinatown had some buns oh nearly combined together nearly 200 pounds of manga yeah let's not talk about my wallet don't worry i'll talk about my wallet in a sec soon okay oh, 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 uh, no it was a, it was a nice weekend it was a fun time yeah it was I'll good. definitely do it again next year well if they do another one you don't know i can hope so that was fun yeah Welcome to Victory Achieve Podcast, a video game podcast, an anime podcast, a movie podcast, a TV series. You know what? Everything. All, all of the things. With me are two people who know who trash tastes, what, what that is, and me. We've got Dan. Yo. And we've got Brandon. I have trash taste. And I'm forever as Spanky. Or Chris. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, what's on the agenda today, Naz? Well, I do have an announcement to make before we start. So, Ooh. I... I looked at my bank account yesterday, and I thought, you know what, my money money's going to be feeling pretty low after my weekend in London. And then I checked it, and I was like, that's more money in there than I thought. Hmm, I've got two decisions now. Do I do? Do I be the adult and put <laughs> spend put that invest my money in my money box account, or I, or do I do something for the podcast? And of course, I did something for the podcast. I was about to say, surely you would have done the adult decision. Oh, no, I'm going to do that. I think when I actually get paid, I'm actually going to do that. But I was like, you know what? Especially the last episode, and I think maybe this episode, I feel, I think definitely in the recent month or so, I felt a bit behind the times. And I was like, okay. I need a next-gen console. <gasps> no, he's done it. You bought a Game Boy Advance? I did buy a Game Boy Advance. No, no, I didn't. Uh, you can play Fire Emblem on the go. <laughs> <laughs> I bought uh, a next gen console, and I made I've made sure I got a couple of games. I got I upgraded the storage. Yeah, and uh, I, spent, <laughs> I spent a lot of money, but for the long run, I I I'll have nearly three terabytes of uh, storage for that console. I I think you can probably guess which console I went for. Steam Deck. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, Steam Deck as well. <laughs> no. PS Five. Yeah, of course. Of course, I went for a PS5. <laughs> yeah, oh, bloody PS5. PlayStation fanboy! We're all about Xbox around here. <laughs> mm, I, I don't know. My, my, I was like, if I went for a like, if I wanted like most bang for my buck money wise, I think the Xbox is perfect because you have Game Pass and all that. 
But I was like, I think I just prefer the games on PlayStation in just in general. And, you know, I, I, as much as like Game Pass would be great, I'm not always, even with PlayStation Plus, and I have like the, the um, basic one, I download all the games, so it's on my account, but I, ne- I hardly ever download them and actually play them. And so it's like, I may as well just get PS5, buy the games I want, and if there's anything on, you know, PS Plus that I want to play, yeah, I can download them. But you know, I'm I I it's I, I find t- it's trying to find time to do play the games I already have, and even that's not enough. So, yeah, but I finally bought a PS5, but I haven't bought a normal PS5. I bought a special Plus PS5. Two? Oh, there's a God of War one, is it that one? No, it's definitely not God, God of War, War one. No, it's definitely not that one. I I bought the Spider-Man Two one. Oh, that makes sense. Picture of this. Yeah. Let's have a look. Let's have a look at it. So I can oh, that's a nice shade. Because I was like, well, well, I, I need to play Mars Morales. To be fair, that's something. And I, when I was buying uh, PS5 games, I didn't even get that one. I was like, I should probably uh, buy that before I actually play Spider-Man 2. But I get Spider-Man 2, although it's digital download, I get that with the console when it's released, which is next month. And then I also bought Demon Souls because, of course, I did because we're victory achieved. And then I got Final Fantasy 16. So oh, nice, yeah. So uh, my bank account went <laughs> this morning, but uh, there we go. I'm finally coming to the next gen. <laughs> so I'm also the next gen, but for different reasons. Okay. Um. So today I went to town. Well, originally I was just going to go town just to get some blankets, just because when the dog goes like all crackhead mode and sort of like dies across the place, obviously because she's a puppy, her claws can get a bit sharp too quick, a bit quick. And it would do like sort of, you know, when it sort of takes like a bit of a fiber out of your furniture. Mm-hmm. So you get these like little bits of flicks on the furniture. So, okay. We'll just, if we, I thought, okay, come with the idea of, okay, if I put a blanket over the, over the, you know, those couch, you know, I won't get this microtears, you know, blankets are more disposable than whole pillows on a couch. So I went to town. I was just like, you know what? I'll probably upgrade my phone. You know, my contract sort of expired three months ago. I think I need to upgrade my phone. So I have basically gone up seven generations for what what sort of generation is the iphone se i don't know like, either way i'm getting like the next gen iphone and with it i'm getting youtube premium which of YouTube all the upgrades premium. i'm more excited about the youtube premium than i have my fucking phone well we were talking about youtube and spotify stuff last weekend and no i can see why you're interested in youtube premium mm. well again offered it for like eight quid a month rather than mm. like 13 quid a month so i was like I'm, I'll have that, you know, five quid a month saving on that. I'm having it. So, yeah, so I'm getting a, a upgraded phone and some premium YouTube so I can watch everything ad-free. Hold on. So Dan's got a new PS5. You've got a new phone. I've got a new Fitbit. So Ooh, look at us upgrading. I know, right? I've, I've even changed the display to look like a pit boy and... It, that makes me I saw that. happier that than it should amazing. be. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, it's just like the walking animations like on a loop. And I'm pretty sure it's draining my battery, so that might change it to so the Golden oh, Eye 64 display instead. Because hmm. that was an option too. Hmm, I wonder who uh, who else has that. Some Someone great from America. Hmm. His yeah. uh, streaming name begins with a W. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. Weldy. Yeah, Weldy. Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes, yeah, so uh yeah, so I've uh, been I've been kind of slacking when it comes to like gaming this couple of weeks because I've just been like hitting the gym and I've had a break from Twitch. But that's not to say I haven't done any gaming. And if we've all upgraded and we're looking towards the future, you know what game is set in the future? Starfield. Indeed it is. It's oh, yeah. set in the future but made in the past, which is a bit weird. <laughs> Time's really confusing. <laughs> um how how do you feel about Starfield? Not super great if I'm <laughs> 
brutally honest. Uh, I'd like to hear your opinion first, Brandon. So I have, um, again, you know, I have this tendency of playing a game, not getting too far before I have other things which I'm starting up recently. Like I've got about, because I start a game and I'm like, I've still got Terraria to finish. I keep going back <laughs> and fucking playing Terraria. <laughs> Honestly, it's like a fucking disease. I can't, st- it's, like a scr- it's like a scratch, which I just need to itch. And I'm like, fucking get it. Um, it, yeah, when I say, so Starfield is set in the future but made in the past, I'm going to compare it to Skyrim for obvious reasons, because Bethesda. But the main thing which I have with Starfield, even though I'm about a couple hours in, so I've, you know, I've thrown my ship for the first time, which f- feels more janky than what Star Wars Battlefront 2 does in a fashion. And the act- But the thing that gets me the most is the camera panning is awful. Oh, the cameras, yeah, I really don't like that. I hate the UI, don't like it at all. Yeah, the UI is a bit hard to... I get a bit confused with where I am, and then there's like some buttons do multiple functions. So like, yeah. if I want to scan, I just tap the left there one button but if i want to turn my torch on i have to hold the left button i'm just like and i'm getting confused like okay what button does what i, I don't know so like i went into you know when you first land on you go to that the next the next planet and you have to go to the research area and get rid of the space pirates i just mm-hmm. could not figure out how to get my torch on i was like i have to go to the control menu i don't know what i'm doing yeah i've, I've mostly got negative things to say about this game um i don't want to be too negative so i'll say a couple of positives about the game and that is i kind of like the leveling up system how it's done like a sort of hybrid between fallout and skyrim so you have um loads of skills and you can put a point into it into whatever skill you like when you uh when you level up like just like the skill tree from fallout 4 which is simple enough but uh each skill you have also has a challenge tied to it to uh improve it further so she's just like using it over and over like you're doing skyrim to level up so say for example pistols like oh you want to upgrade that so just put a skill point into it and then for the challenge it asks you to like kill 20 people with a pistol which chances are you're gonna do that and then that'll give you like a permanent 10 percent buff to your pistol damage so i like that what i don't like is pretty much everything else <laughs> on the general consensus uh people are saying it's pretty boring and i've played it for about four hours in total and nothing has got me interested in it whatsoever i say i I don't like how the interface is um the menus seem they're not like difficult to navigate but are more convoluted than they should be yeah it was like there's no sort of like quick mapping or uh, there there is a sort of a hot item like a hotkey thing uh just like fallout 4 but I say a lot. A lot of the uh, design decisions I can say good things about have just been ripped straight from Fallout Four. It's like a carbon copy. Uh, and then everything else that each tried to do differently, I don't like. I'm not a fan of the ship navigation at all. Like the ship combat, I think quite clunky. So here's a thing that happened to me in my playthrough, and it's when I stopped playing. So I was going around my uh, flying from planet to planet, and I get stopped at one planet, and by some like bounty people, like the the law that said I had a bounty on my head, and they shot me to death. But the thing is, I hadn't stolen anything or did anything wrong. I was like, well, that's bullshit. <laughs> what the hell? And they were like level 20. I'm like level four. So I ain't going to win. I was like, well, that's shit. And then by just to uh, just have a look at the game, I watched uh, the zero punctuation episode. And Yahtzee said that the same thing happened to him. Um, he, like all the guards, just like went nuts and went, oh, no, you you, know, you, you committed crimes. You're not allowed to do this. You owe a fee. And he was saying like, why? What have I done? I haven't done anything. Like, and they won't like, tell you what you've done is this like sort of give you a snarky tone it's 
like, oh, wouldn't you like to know? Which is exactly what I had as well. It's like, tell me what the fuck I've done wrong. Oh, I just thought it was interesting. We both had like the same experience. And for me, it's just well put it down. It's like, yeah, you know what? I've only played it for like four hours, but I'm really not going into it at all. And I've, I want to. But the worst thing is, I've not come across like any glitches. I know people have had them, but personally, I haven't. But I've pretty much just been railroaded to my main quest. But nothing's nothing's got my attention. It all seems like so sanitary and nothing's got like i don't know it's, it doesn't feel like it's got its own identity i guess like, everything yeah. feels like it's been done before so um, i was listening to the latest fire escape podcast episode and of course because that's another video game podcast they spoke about starfield and the conclusion they came to with starfield is they're playing starfield just be- for, as an obligation because it's the big game at the moment and then they'll be like i'm more enjoying this game this game this game this game more than starfield and then they were like oh you have games like outer worlds and outer wilds which although they're not completely the same but they're very similar to starfield in some in a lot of ways are probably better experiences than starfield you know it's funny i should mention outer worlds because i was this close to putting up a social media post to say i'm just gonna say it outer worlds is fucking infinitely better than this in every way <laughs> and it is sorry it, it just feels like it's because it's the new bethesda game it's you know it's like that's why everyone's playing it it's not because you know it's the best game this year it's because it's an bethesda game you know i think they're like on special you know it's been promoted as skyrim in space but i think real from what i hear from realistically it's not really that um, no it's, it's certainly not skyrim it's more fallout 4 but yeah. worse I don't know, I, from what they were saying on Fire Escape, they were going, maybe it should have been like a solar system. Just a, con- a solar system that's there, that is filled with life. Or like a couple planets you can that have like inhabitants, some moons, and then a whole lot of other planets you can go and do whatever. And that might be more enjoyable than a vast universe or, or whatever galaxy. Yeah, because they're trying to like defend it by like saying, oh yeah, you can like travel anywhere. It's like, you go to all these dead planets and there's nothing there it's like well there won't be anything there will they statistically it's like why pull it in the game then what's the fucking point it's meant to be fun make it fun <laughs> i could just go, like, pick a direction and go for like three hours in real time but what's the fucking I, point even i was talking to my mates on friday night and we were like if you wanted a, a good space game you can play like elite dangerous or um oh my i literally had it in my fucking head what um no man's sky no they're probably better space games than starfield <laughs> yeah a lot of people have compared it to no man's sky who like running around and crafting yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, no, that's that, that's a that's a weird game that like would have flopped but it's like yeah. it's over the years I, I still need to buy it just so i can actually experience it i had a quick go it weren't for me <laughs> Yeah, but from what I hear, I see a lot of people on like my social media, except from you. All I've seen is you know people are enjoying it. It's not perfect, but they're enjoying it. But then when I hear more um, critics and game media, it feels more like an obligation to play it than actually this is a fun game to play. Yeah, I think that's what it boils down to. It doesn't feel fun. That's what you want. I'm playing it. I'm thinking I could be playing Sea of Stars now. Yeah, so that's literally what I've been doing. I've just been playing Sea of Stars. It's just infinitely better. Even yeah. on I mean, Karen, Chris. I mean, I say like I, I might pick it up again at some point when I go through like a drought when I'm not playing something. But because I've got I've got a couple of games on the go already, it's just like this is real at the bottom of the pile. I'm just, I'm just not digging it. Maybe I'll change my mind down the line, but can't see it happening anytime soon. Maybe if they patch it and update it and make it smoother. Yeah, it definitely needs yeah. to be smoothed out. Yeah. 
need to sort the menu, is it? <laughs> like it's a, it's a shame, but at the end of the day, I like with all, I've, I think even my one of my workmates went. I, he told me, "Oh, I'm playing Starfield," and then his next comment was, "You can definitely tell it's a Bethesda game," and I was like, "Right, okay, that probably says it all, don't it?" Yeah, <laughs> I did a quick like mini stupid review on it, and it's like, "Well, it's a Bethesda game." <sighs> You know, like we like we like you see all the memes about like Skyrim, and it's like, oh, it's had infinite re-releases and da 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 da, whatever. But when you actually look at it, it's actually a really, it's really fun. Like just discovering and going wherever you want. Like you start, you do once you've done the tutorial, you're like, I want to go west, or I want to go east, I want to go north, or let's go south. Let's and you you literally can. There is no handholding where it's like, no, you must go to Riverdale. What is it? Riverwood. River Run. River Run. You must River go to River Run. Run. fucking Lord of the Rings. You must go here. Then you must go to White Run. You must do this. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to this town. And it, it allows you to do that. It gives you the freedom. Yeah, you might get killed by a dragon five minutes in if you go a certain direction or to a certain place but it allows you to do that even fallout 3 once you get out the um the bunker you can go anywhere yeah you might go to a place that might kill you but you can go anywhere even fallout new vegas is a not as much because it kind of forces you a bit to loop round, but you can you can cheese it and get to the strip pretty quickly if you know how. Well, with, with new with New Vegas because it's like it's like the second half of the game is all about the factions. You can yeah. go and fuck them up right from the get go. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can. Order. Even like uh, even Oblivion. Once you've done the tutorial, you can go anywhere. It's like screw screw seeing Sean Bean die again. Let's uh. Let's do this. Spoilers. Uh, let's let's go and kill these. Do this ghost quest. Let's go to the Shivering Isles. Let's do whatever. It, you know, um, like uh, Fallout Three. Uh, you can discover and find your dad like immediately once yeah. you know who he is. Let's go to Smith yeah. Casey's garage. Like, just skip the first half of the game yeah. completely. Yeah. Uh, same for um, same for Skyrim. Like, just go go to the Dremor ruins and get the Elder Scrolls. Like, oh, what are you looking for this? Or, or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or in uh, Fallout Four, just find your son straight off the bat. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I guess that's Bethesda for you. Yes. I tell you what, the best thing I've seen about Starfield is someone who's already done a mod to uh, change the flashlight to Nicolas Cage's face. <laughs> that's mm. the best thing I've seen. Oh, good old Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Thanks. Hilarious. Uh, what else have you guys been up to apart from Space Mumbo Jumbo? Well, I've got a girl. Go on, Chris. Uh, so, if, if we're staying up to date with new things, I've literally just watched the film Elemental before we started recording. Oh, how, how's the new Pixar film? Neither of you seen it yet? No, no. Nope. All right. All right. Uh, it's fine. Okay, cool. Let's yeah, move on. yeah, yeah, I. <laughs> I kind of got that feeling. I've not, I've not seen any any reviews, but I kind of got that feeling. It's not. It wasn't going to do that great. No, it kind of has. Like um, with home streaming, like it's kind of um, it's kind of got got its money back because I know it did bomb at the box office, but it's now it's coming to like general release. It's done a lot better, and people have been a lot kinder to it. And it's not a bad film. It's better than Turning Red, which is a film I didn't really like at all. But to be fair, um, you're not. Uh, I'm not target demographic. Yeah, like I, said, yeah. I think we, yeah we said that you're not someone who you're not a, uh, a teenage girl going through puberty. So no, it's not, Le- not, unless not you're exactly. hiding something from us, but uh, you know. I think I'm good. I'm, I'm I'm just having my midlife crisis, which I'm scheduled for. <laughs> I, I, uh, is do you think Pixar a fallen off? That's a question. Yeah, <laughs> no, no question. Yeah. When do you think they fell off? Uh, when Cars came out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
or when Toy Story 3 came out. After that, everything after that, or most most things after that. Yeah, Toy Story 3 was still good. I would say probably Toy Story 3 was the last really good film they did. Like, I really like Incredibles 2, but I think... I think the problem. I think Incredibles two kind of just retreads a lot of the first one, but it's just mm. oh, it's Mrs. Incredible as the main. Yeah. But I still enjoy it. But uh. Yeah, it made me laugh a few times. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so in Elemental, um, I suppose my biggest gripe with it is there's no real like antagonist. Like the stakes feel really small. Kept questioning like how the world works. Like because they they do things for more for like background humor because like the whole thing is like um the whole world's running to, to like cater for all the different elementals uh, this is the kind of thing that i'm thinking of so there's a bit at the beginning where it's showing you like uh, how the transportation works and you got like this zeppelin which like comes up to a station and all like the air elementals come out so like the zeppelin like starts falling down but then a load of other ones like go back into it and that sort of reinflates it and it goes in any other direction it's like okay i get how that works what happens if nobody wants to go traveling any other direction does the whole zeppelin just fall to the ground completely like or what if only one goes in it? It's like, know. oh, the world building, I start asking questions about <laughs> I watched something this week, and already I was like, oh, this is so fucking bad. So, yeah. I don't know. World building can be really awkward. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, the main plot is a sort of romance story between the fire elemental and the water elemental, whose names I have already forgotten. <laughs> Give an interest, and the, the fire of elemental um, gets shunned a lot by like the water elementals. The whole thing's like a very thinly veiled allegory for race, as you may expect. Mm, um, yeah, I think just, just looking at the trailer is like, yeah, you get that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, f- fire elements not welcome everywhere because they can burn everywhere down. And yeah, but it's all stuff you've seen before, really. But they don't really do anything different with it. It plays it safe. A lot of the jokes in humor and it feel like the catering more to the younger, like, I mean, a lot younger demographics. Like, mm. like the most obvious joke you can think of, that's what I'm going to roll with. Mm. Uh, and the whole thing feels feels like it's been played really safe and quite bland. I'm going to say there's like no when world-ending scale threat or anything like that. Not only needs that, but it, it felt like, come on, you got like all elementals. Surely you could, I don't know, make a tornado or something happen. Make like a sort of, you know, like a sort of disaster film. That's, yeah. like, that's something they could have done with it. Like have a like forest fire kickoff or, I don't know, tornadoes, have tsunamis, that kind of thing. Like the the whole world's like out of balance kind of like the plot to um pokemon 2000 yeah yeah they could have had that but they didn't and they didn't throw james and team rocket in there which is a crying shame more films would have james and team rocket in it but that's going off the that's going off the uh record just ever so slightly but yeah do i recommend this film not really but it's fine it's harmless you want to watch it it's like an hour and 45 minutes it'll kill a couple of hours so you want to keep the kids quiet but honestly i can't see kids watching it all that much either i don't think they'll be i don't know i think they'll find it even the little ones will find it a bit boring uh, something like uh, Moana. My my three-year-old niece loves Moana, but that's got like songs and like epic visuals going on. Like it's got a giant crab in it. It's like yeah. Um, I, I can't. There's, there's nothing like I've seen Moana once, and there's like a section of it I can't remember what actually happens because I I was doing something else, and uh, that was way more important than uh, watching Moana. Yeah, I, love, I don't want to go off on the tangent of Moana. I've, yeah, seen it too many no. times. <laughs> I've seen it too many times. It's like it was fine, but now I've seen it about a hundred times. It's like oh, I've seen both. I want to see my again. It's like oh, I've, both, I've seen both Frozen films like twenty times. Mm. You know. Oh, the joys of having kids. Yeah. If you're going to show your kids anything, show them RoboCop. That means when they want to watch <laughs> RoboCop again, you'll go, "Oh, great! I get to watch RoboCop again. Mm. Fantastic! Hooray! I'd buy that for a dollar." 
So yes, in conclusion, Robocop's better than Elemental. I think even if you had not said that, I think pe- I think from everything I've heard, I think people would know that. Robocop's better than Starfield. <laughs> Which uh, brings me over to... Uh, there's, there's a new Robocop game coming out soon. <laughs> game? Which, yeah, it oh. looks quite interesting. It looks like it's doing a sort of first-person Fallout type deal again, unlike the streets of Detroit. So mm. I'm, I'm keeping one eye on it. I'm hoping it'll be good. Mm. Yeah. Oh, sounds we'll interesting. Uh, well, I, I I read some manga. Uh, so when Brandon and I went to London, we took a stop at Forbidden Planet, and I bought... Uh, six manga volumes while there because there's three for two and I pretty much got this all of my volumes were the same author uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto who is the author of Chainsaw Man if I've not spoken about that before on our podcast which I of course I have uh, so i I bought, well, I got volume one and three because they didn't have volume two of Fire Punch by him I got Look Back, which I spoke about before. Um, I actually got that, the physical version of that. Got his latest one-shot, Goodbye Eri. And then I also got uh, the two Before Chainsaw Man volumes. And I'm going to talk about the first one today, because that's the only one I've read. And I'm, as I said prior to the, to the boys prior to recording, I'm going to spread the stuff I haven't read a bit out, so it's not all one, uh, one episode. But I, I read uh, Before Chainsaw Man 17 to 21, the numbers are his age. These are what he wrote between 17 and 21. He's only a year older than me, or he's the same age as me. I, I, they're not sure, which uh, is kind of a bit scary to know that someone my age has done so much manga. Uh, but also pretty cool. It'd be weird that thinking that I'd probably be in the same year as him at school, which is wild. But yeah, I, I read this in one sitting before Chainsaw Man 17 to 21, and it's a... It's a fun and very interesting read into the early works of uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto. It's not perfect, as you probably expect, as it's early stuff. But uh, it was a it was a it was a fun read. It had some really interesting bits and also some pretty strange artwork at times. Um, but you you could definitely see that he's definitely uh, getting like his uh, drawing drawings were definitely improving over time. But uh, yeah, the, the First volume contain well both volumes contain four short four one shots. The one sh- the ones in this one is uh, a couple of clucking chickens were still kicking in the schoolyard. That's the first one. <laughs> the second one is Satsuki stopped a bullet. The third one is Love is Blind, and the fourth one is Shin Aku. Shin Aku. Yeah, they're pretty. They're they're fun. First one, it had a bit had a bit of a One Punch Man vibe. Uh, it was just absurd. It had about it was about these aliens who were keeping humans. Uh, no, who were killing humans, and some humans were dressed up as chickens to uh, hide from the aliens. Uh, it was uh, it was pretty weird. Like I said, it reminded me a bit of uh, One Punch Man. The Sasuke stopped a bullet, which out of the four one-shots is my favourite from this collection, was pretty good. Yeah, it probably, the name pretty much says, says it all. It's about Sasuke, who stopped a bullet. Uh, but it, I guess it's it's what the the theme of the the one shot is kind of uh, why it's pretty pretty cool. It's kind of like believing in things, even if you yourself know they're not real, to like help reach a goal for example 
It was uh, pretty. It was pretty good. Um, the fourth, third one, Love Is Blind, was just about this confession that just got absolutely absurd. This guy wants to confess to his classmate, and he's so nervous and like the everything it just every time he's about to confess something weird happens and it just gets weirder and weirder where ultimately like aliens appear and it's just like what 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 is going on here but it was it was a, a fun read and the last one definitely had definitely the main character Sh- shinoku definitely had a, a few uh there's a couple of chainsaw man characters that definitely she felt inspired some of them and it was about, and she is a an assassin and uh it's about her trying to kill a vampire and uh it was pretty fun uh yeah it's it was a it was a fun volume these aren't definitely not the best manga stories i've ever read but they're definitely not the worst um they were fun it was an interesting insight into tatsuki fujimoto yeah it was it was it was fun uh, I would say the manga, uh, the the artwork definitely reminds me, especially in the first one. You know, Brandon knows uh, books where it's like how to draw manga. <laughs> it, some of this artwork reminds it reminds me of like that, as if well, like he, just some of the janky pictures. Yeah, it looked like as if he got uh, how that a book of how to draw manga and then just copied that. <laughs> um, so like it's not it, none of it's bad. I'll I'll say that the the first story, some of it does look a bit jank, and I think that's the only one where it does look a bit like that. But yeah, it the later ones, the, the other three definitely feel like he's got the how to draw manga and kind of copied it slash done twisted it slightly into his style. Although at this point he doesn't really have a style. Because it looks more like tr- when you think of like manga, a traditional manga, or like or like it, it doesn't really have much of his style. Um, but like I said, it was, I didn't. It only took about an hour to read, and uh, it was great. It was good fun, I, and uh, I'm glad I read it. Like I said I'm gonna next episode. I've got the second volume, and I think in that I know the last two are more to his re- more recent style, and I think the first two are more to his style for Fire Punch. So I think the first two in the second volume, the first two come out came out before Fire Punch, and the last two came out after Fire Punch, and of course because it's uh, name of the, the both volumes, they're both before Chainsaw Man. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'm I'm uh, excited to go through all his one shots. Um, but I, so far, still Chainsaw Man's the best thing he's done, and I don't think that's probably going to change. But I know Goodbye Airy is highly is a crit, crit, uh, critically acclaimed as, as well uh, as as well as Look Back is too. Uh, but I spoke about Look Back. Look Back's great. Yeah, that's um, my manga time this week. Speaking of manga, I don't. Th- I'm just looking for my manga app now. I don't think. Well, yeah, I don't think I've started anything new. I'm just having a look now. Um, I'll start. Oh, actually, no. I tell. No, wait, I've spoken out about Trojan X. Have I spoken about Trojan X? I've gone a bit stupid. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'll bring it up anyway. Off topic, because usually what we do is we just briefly just tell each other what we've done before we start <laughs> recording, so we stay on some form of a track. But I've literally just remembered something that I have been reading, and it is a manga series called Trojan X by Ishida Sui, who is more famously known for being the author of the Tokyo Ghoul series. Didn't you? Didn't you find some of this at Forbidden Planet? I think I did. I, yeah, I saw... I think... I can't remember if I did. I think I did. Because I think you meant like vaguely mentioned it while we were there, but I'm not yeah. sure. I know you mentioned Tokyo um, Ghoul, but yeah. I don't know. Um, so the moral of... Not the moral, the moral of the story. <laughs> the synopsis is... It, again, it's, it feels really similar to Tokyo Ghoul. Main character goes out with his friend at night... 
they then get attacked and he has to take like a miracle they get attacked by these trojans who are basically like humans with more supernatural powers um he then he gets attacked and the only way he can save his friend is by taking a mystery syringe which could either kill him or turn him into a trojan um obviously it turns him into a trojan but it turns you into a trojan based on what you feel most familiar with so his character um he's a character who can't make his own decisions and he basically scrounges off his friends for um for help like he's always just asking for help but one particular animal he finds really he's really fond of is the vulture so his ability is that he turns into the vulture trojan so he's got like the beak the claws and can fly and whatnot i'm about 10 chapters in at the moment and i can already say with pretty good confidence it's not as good as tokyo ghoul i don't feel as sort of invested in any of the characters at all whereas in tokyo ghoul like you know kanaki you, you know, you sort of immediately liked... Oh, I, can't, I can't really remember any of their characters in Tokyo Ghoul's world has been that long, but you could somewhat feel attached to some of the characters in Tokyo Ghoul's In this, I just don't feel any of that connection happening. I, I'd be lying if I said I'm interested in see what direction it's going. I can see who the sorts of the big bad is and the sort of what's, you know, that sort of like rivaling facilities are doing. But yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of the Tokyo Ghoul and you want to follow something made by the same author, there is Trojan X, but I will give you prior warning. It is not as good as Tokyo Ghoul in terms of artwork either. It's... I don't know. I feel like the artwork is a step back from Tokyo Ghoul, which, you know, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's, you know, it's kind of hard not to step back from something that's 10 years old. Um, but yeah, that's in terms of manga, that's all I've done. It's start to read Trojan next. Yeah. Cool. I know. Big pause. Dramatic pause. I know. Uh, it's, it's as if we uh, fell flat, as if humans fell flat. Humans fall flat? Isn't that a game, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> it is a game, yes. I tell you what, you can even play this on your PS5, Dan. Wouldn't like Starfield. I know. I don't. I don't really. Uh, I'm not going to be one of those people who is like, "Oh, I'm playing Starfield on my PS5." I don't know. I don't get why people were doing that, but oh well, whatever. Weirdos. Yeah, uh, I think when they said all oh, like when it came out, it's like, "Oh, Starfield's an Xbox exclusive." All the PS5 fans was like, "No one gives a shit, mate." <laughs> Anyway, yes. Well, that joke fell flat. Just like this game. <laughs> so, um, Human Fall Flat is... Uh, it's a physics puzzle platformer. Think of things like um, I Am Bread, Surgeon Simulator, that kind of deal. Goat Simulator-ish. But the biggest gimmick with this one is it, it's a co-op game. And I played this with uh, Adrian's Revenge. Uh, we're going to play it again next week. And, yeah, we're, we're having a laugh of it. I think, because of the type of game it is, if you were to play it on your own, it would be very frustrating. And I, I don't know how much fun you get out of it. It's like when you're trying to do something simple, but the whole premise of it is just trying to do simple things. But your character just keeps falling over and it's like a struggle to get anything to stand up or go in a straight line. It's like trying to pull a switch can be difficult. In fact, for me, uh, the most difficult thing I found to, to do was simply climb up something because of how it controls. You sort of like have to like raise your arms up before you get to the uh, like the cliff edge or whatever you're trying to climb up and then you sort of have like have to push yourself up but control rise it's not what you think it is like intuitively it's like you sort of have to like go against what you think it's going to do for it to work it's really really hard to explain without just showing you how to do it in game but with someone else like uh also falling over trying to solve the same puzzle you're trying to solve and both of you having different ideas of how the hell you solve it is uh quite a lot more fun especially when you think one of you is just about solved this puzzle like trying to trying to like say perfectly balance something on top of something else to make a seesaw and you've just about got it right just with your friends to go all right no that that's 
not quite right. It, it's not quite parallel and then completely ruins it by trying to straighten it out. And the whole thing just falls apart. Mm. It's, it's one of those types of games. But I don't know, depending on your temperament, that might really, really infuriate you and lead to some falling out. <laughs> It's like, you fucking dumbass. I just had that. You just ruined it. Why did you do that? Uh, you could go that way or just the total opposite. You just sort of break down laughing. It's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I nearly had that. And now it's just gone to pop. And then you just start looking for like alternate solutions. It's like, well, I can see how the game wants me to do this. But bugger that. I'm just going to try and clip my way up the wall instead and try and bypass this barrier, which to my surprise, once or twice actually worked. It's like, pretty sure I wasn't meant to do that. Um, but I did anyway. And I'm just going to keep rolling with it. <laughs> Only to realise, hang on, I've just left Adrian behind. <laughs> um, so you can't follow me. I should probably go back and open the door to let him proceed. Or I could just keep going until I hit the next brick wall. <laughs> Although the game is kind enough for you to, like, when you hit, like, um, when you, like, go into the new area, the game is, like, nice enough to, like, teleport your characters, like, up to speed. So, honestly, you... I think every puzzle is designed that you can do it by yourself because I did give the game a quick go and like the the opening like, intro level was exactly the same for one and two player. So I can only guess it's the same. You can just speed things up or just make things twice as difficult by trying to get both of your best every obstacle. Yeah, I want to recommend it. Tough one. With friends, yeah, give it a go. It's a laugh. On your own, it's down to you whether you kind of like that like frustrating platforming or not. I think it can really, um, really divide people on this. Pretty much... If if you, if you see how the game plays, you, you're pretty much going to know instantly whether you're going to like it or not. Just have a quick trailer, just have a quick look at the screenshot and think, oh yeah, that will annoy the fuck out of me trying to do that. Probably not for you, but a friend. Yeah, it's quite good. So yeah, I quite liked it. Yeah, I've seen other streamers play Human Fall Flat because there's an Overwatch streamer I was used to, I still watch a little bit called Sleepy. He played Human Fall Flat mm. and it was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> just hey, right. like it, the physics and everything. It, it's a great game for like making clips or like compilation videos on it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like every time it went wrong. <laughs> so it's just like streaming of a Bethesda game. Yeah, pretty much, except the bugs are meant to be there. <laughs> They're a feature. <laughs> yeah. You had a lot of fun with Adrian playing it, though, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We had a right laugh. Um, although, I, I had a right laugh. I didn't know whether she wanted to strangle me half the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... It's like, just just do the puzzle, like the simple way. Just go for the door. It's like, no, I don't want to go for the door. I want to do it in the most awkward way possible. I must scale this wall instead. (laughs) It's like when you're trying to do, like, stuff in Portal 2 and you do co-op there. It's like, oh, let's just do this. Or just try and work together. Like, I can sort it on my own and what someone does it all and then the other person it's like oh I'll just make all these random portals yeah yeah um, it really does be like that I mean if you want to make the most out of it you've both got to like pull your weight but I don't know if, if you kind of got someone younger than you and not as experienced in games but still wants to play because you can kind of beat it solo it, it can still give them that um, feeling of they're taking part mm. so yeah 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 I don't know why I'm going with that yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Ark the Lad, Twilight of the Spirits. Or, if you're in the uh, UK, it was just called Twilight of the Spirits, because Ark the Lad is actually a franchise which hardly oh. any bugger has heard of, mostly because most of their games are crap. <laughs> Except this one. And the way they made this game not as bad as the others uh, is by pretty much ignoring everything else in the franchise and doing its own thing. <laughs> Making it like its own story. Apparently it's set like a thousand years in the future of the old ones. And it's like, ah, so it's got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> no, not really. I think there's probably a couple of cameos if you know your art lad lore, but I don't. What do you mean um, you don't know? I'm kidding. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't brought up in Japan, so I didn't play any of them. <laughs> I, I, actually, I think this might be the first one that actually did come out in the West. I wouldn't be surprised. And also got the 3D treatment, because it's all 2D before then. Anyhow, so... Art the Lad. Actually, I'm just going to call it Twilight of the Spirits, really, because that's its full name. Twilight of the Spirits. Um, Story-wise, you sort of flip between two characters. You've got uh, a human called Karg, who everyone loves, and he's, you know, the twinkle in everyone's eye. And then you play it as his estranged brother called Dark, who's a sort of half-demon, or Deimos, as they call it in the game. And uh, he's no one likes him. He's like a slave. And throughout the entire game, you like play like a chapter of each and sort of alternate. And over the course of the game, you get your own party members that have their own storylines going on. And nearly like the tail end of the game, they all meet up and then like all your teammates all forge their own party and go forth into their end game. So I don't say too much about the story because <sighs> it's a classic JRPG where it's like first quest find cat, last quest kill god. <laughs> yeah, not, not not really. No. No. no, it doesn't. Because no. I say this one's more more westernized. Oh, so, um, yeah. Oh, so it's fine. So, uh, dog. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> or main there's character a like a find ourselves. The real, okay. the real story was the friend <laughs> we made along the way, and now we have to reach into ourselves like cloud, right. like like Tifa had to when she went into cloud mind. Right. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit of that, but. Not RPG, guys. It's one two thousand three. <laughs> it's allowed to. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. What What I do like about this game is the combat system, and it's mostly combat. So how this game plays is like you've got a sort of uh, it's kind of like a top down sort of isometric camera, and you sort of explore like the towns, talk to people as you'd expect. Although there's not normally much to find, it is just like all your your towns with your shops, like pretty bare bones. But that's not too much of a bad thing. It just means they cut out a lot of fluff. They've, they've trimmed it down like, to what you actually need in an RPG. There are some hidden stuff to find, like behind like walls, because you know it's like sort of isometric. There's a couple of side quests where you can like find some missable stuff. As I say, all the chapters like once you're done with them, you don't necessarily go back. Sometimes you backtrack to areas, but other times you don't. So it's best to like do everything while you're there, then and now. Otherwise, you might just miss it forever. Then you go to like your overworld, and your overworld is just like basically nodes on like a world map it's just like a sort of static image and then you just sort of go from node to node one will be a town but half the nodes are basically just combat things so um you go on a node you just go into combat uh combat in this game is tactical so same sort of camera angle isometric but your characters move around in the sort of area and depending on your character the distance they can travel sort of varies like yes like your faster characters can tend to like go a lot distance some of your characters are ranged and more melee so they can hit from further away or nearer as you may expect but that, that's actually effective when you level up like um when you level up you can have more range you can move further uh you get more skills as well because there's like two times of xp you get in this game you can uh get regular experience from beating enemies and you also get like sp points which you can bank to learn extra skills uh, for each character when you move it's not like on a grid it's more f- 
free walk running around. Kind of like um, the last Marion Rabbids game I played, where um, you sort of run around more freely, and each character's got like a different attack arc, which is like more circular than anything. And it's like basically the character's attack range are kind of like uh, wedges or slices, I guess, mm. uh, which can rotate around. And depending on the character, like say one of them is a ranged archer, so they can hit multiple enemies if they're in like a straight line, but their range is narrow. So you're not going to hit like two enemies standing side by side, for example, but you can hit them if they're in a straight line. And then you got guys that like use a heavy axe, which swings sideways so they can hit multiple there if they're standing side by side. So that means like each combat encounter generally is between like two and ten enemies. So they can be over in like 30 seconds or a couple of minutes. But I actually really like the combat. It's, it's just fun. You run around, use the skills when you need to. Magic's a bit restricted because in this magic doesn't work like regular MP. You use these things called spirit stones and they're more like a consumable and okay. each character can only hold so many and then any uh, extra ones are like dropped by enemies which you can pick up but you and depending on whether you've used the skill already they either get put straight onto your character's like mp like slots or they go into sort of like a bank and between fights you can like uh refill all your character's spirit stones and whatnot so you're ready for like the next fight which is a nice little thing because there's like no random encounters you know when you're going to get into a fight uh beforehand and before you go into any fight it's like a little uh status screen that pops up it's like who do you want in this fight like get all your equipment ready get all your items ready like get all your magic prepped and ready to go so you can like stop and think about exactly what you want before you go in mm. so yeah there's, there's a lot to like about this game uh, it's pretty straight trip back it's got your storyline it's got mostly combat and a little bit of exploration but not too much um so it is a bit linear but you can grind to your heart's content if that's your thing if you just want to fight and go to level 99 you can take mm. your time it's like arena things as well like you know if you can and because there's a couple of secret characters in the games like oh you can stay here and like do like 30 rounds or like 35 fights in a row like a lot more secret characters if you really want to i haven't done that yet because as i say fights can take like a few minutes each so when they say oh 30 fights in a row which i could lose in and yeah that's like we're talking like an hour solid here mm. of which i also cannot save the game which is my biggest gripe with a game saving because it's an old like ps2 game auto save is not a thing you can only save at save points and the game's really really stingy with them they're only at like certain locations like you've got to like go to like an inn and you could do like a, a massive dungeon well, let's say a massive dungeon. Dungeons aren't really massive. And there's like no random encounters or anything. But even so, it's like I, I was in parts where I've, I've had like five fights and like 10 minutes of like cut scenes, which are unskippable, by the way. Which poo. And I'm just thinking like it's been like nearly an hour and a half and I still haven't saved the game yet. Please let me save the fucking game. I need to go out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's just one of the products of the era. That's, I think that was more commonplace like that. Like back in 2003. Like, please Am I sadistic for liking it when they do a save system like that? No. I mean, it, it makes you focus more, I guess. Like when you're still getting into fight after fight, it's like, yeah, you better pay attention because if you lose this fight, you're you like an hour and a half down the drain. You ain't getting that back. You've got nothing to show for it. Start all the way back. Thankfully, I haven't lost anything because I do think for the main game, it's not too difficult. And there were some fights which are harder than others, but generally there's sort of like a warning. It's like, it's like, oh, are you prepared before you go in there? Think, no, no, I'm not. I'm gonna go back and save the game if you don't mind. <laughs> after some four fights, I'm, I'm going back. But yes. Uh, uh, oh, Twilight of Spirits. I do highly recommend this game. And the main reason I started playing it is because it's a game I first played when it very first came out and I never beat it. I got all the way to the final boss and never beat it. And then I seen it on PlayStation Plus and go, right, this time you ain't getting away. I'm going to sit down and complete the crap out of you. That's literally you the same it. reason why I picked up Dark Cloud when that came on, to, when I discovered that was on the PS Plus. Yeah, it doesn't feel PS like you now. got unfinished. It feels like you got unfinished business. It's like that. Yeah, game it literally just like, unfinished business. 
He's like, I can't die yet. I need to finish this. But, but, but I suppose that's where they get with like retro games. Games they know like a lot of us back in the days. There's a lot of games where we would have played it, but just not finished it just because we were either too young to understand the mechanics to their full potential mm. or whatever. But yeah, I do think I'm having an easier time than I did back in the day. I remember it being harder. But I think I was just <laughs> dumb because <laughs> it's like a completely different combat system to what I've used to before. But now I've played more things like XCOM, as like I understand more. Now. I'm, uh, I think I'm the same for when I played Jack and Daxter when that, when yeah. I saw that was on the PlayStation. And I was like, okay, Precursor Legacy. We need to we need to sort you out, mate. Yeah, I suppose the nicest thing about playing this game is I thought it would like age terribly, and it really hasn't. Like the storyline is still fine. The graphics for the time looked okay, and they still look fine now. Like, they look like this classic PS2 ones. They don't look like they've aged all that terribly. Yeah, they're a bit polygonal, but they're not like ugly or anything. And the music's pretty chill. Like, none of the music's like really hyped up. Like it's got like a lot of guitar work in it, but it's like pretty chill. Like something you could quite easily have on in the background. Why you just hanging around? So yeah, it's game to go if, if you want. Nice. Or always wants to catch up on some of the other games I'm playing. Anything else on anyone's agendas? Well, I think the only other thing we've got is the um, Nintendo Direct. Now, do you tell me more about this because I am a sort of person who does not keep up with. I don't keep up with social media. I don't keep up... I think the only thing I keep up with is every now and then, if I'm on the bus, I'll be like, oh, let's just see what's in the news. But I mean, like, actual news, news, not... Yeah. Tell me, do tell me more about Nintendo Direct. Is there anything which I should be very excited about? I don't know. No. What... <laughs> okay. I don't right. know. Maybe not. not. Uh, what the... I, I didn't watch it live, and I only, like, saw some highlights yesterday, because of as I said prior, I've been a bit busy. They're redoing Paper Mario in the Thousand Year Door, which I'm interested in. So I've not played that. They've got the new, they named the new Princess Peach game. Is it Prin- Showtime Princess Peach or is it Princess Peach Showtime? Princess Peach Showtime. Yeah. Which honestly looked like the most interesting thing on the entire show. <laughs> I didn't. I've not watched the trailer for it. But uh, yeah, uh, more Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. It's the final bit. They showed four more characters, more tracks. You got that F Zero ninety nine. Um, what else was there, Chris? I, I I can't remember. You've got Super Mario RPG being remastered as well. Well, that, that was uh, already announced. It was just a new trailer, weren't it? Yeah, um, I'm a bit concerned about that because I've seen somebody else mention that um, not not the game itself is going to be bad, but the original Mario RPG is not a difficult game by any stretch. And they look like they've added more things, like more combat things that you can do, which I think is going to make the game way too easy. Mm. Like, oh, oh dear, so. they've gone in the wrong direction. Yeah, wow. it's like they're um, pandering a bit more to the, like, the casual player, which is not a, in itself a bad thing, because I'm all for accessibility. But it does look like there's going to be like, no challenge whatsoever. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know what else there was. There was a bunch of random stuff. I, I, I don't know. Like I said, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Okay. Let's, well, um, Let's see. Let's have a look. Yeah, so, so I, I had a quick look at like the uh, nine minutes like highlights of everything on there. And I'll be honest, there's like absolutely nothing on it that I thought looked decent. They look like it's something that's either been a remake, like the two Mario RPGs, or um, there's nothing stood out. In fact, some of the, some of the things just like, look terrible. Like, like just being on the Switch, I, I don't think they look anywhere near as good as they should be. Half the games look like they should should have come out like in 2010 not mm. 2023 i think that's to say uh handicap of the system uh let's see what other things uh a new detective pikachu game but i thought the uh 
most people agreed that the first Detective Pikachu game was shit. <laughs> never played them. So Nobody liked it. Never played it, so I don't know. Nah, neither did I, but I just know it had like 40% in like reviews, so not good. <laughs> but now I've got a sequel for some reason. Because like secondary film, isn't why it? not, I guess. Yeah, it's for Pokemon, yeah. People like Pokemon, you know. Well, mm-hmm. we had the trailer for the latest um, DLC, or like, well, the actual DLC for the new Violet, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet's out, I think. What's yeah. That gonna give? Uh, yeah. What's that going to give? What the new DLC? Yeah. New Pokemon, new areas to explore. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I haven't even got DLC for Sword and Shield, and, and now I'm like, I'm, I don't think I'm even going to bother with that. I still no. finished Scarlet and Violet. I've not played it since I bought it. <laughs> just been playing other stuff. I don't, I don't know. Like I've just been taken away from the Switch. I really don't like the DLC. Well, I've not played the DLCs in Pokemon, but I really find it scummy how like they don't include Pokemon in the main game just so they can add them later as paid DLC. I think that's really shit. Mm. <laughs> that's a bit yeah, I mean, like, like the whole concept of the game, gotta catch them all, was like, you can't catch them all unless you, you give buy them money. All. Yeah, which I think is just bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a shame. But that seems to be like the general direction that a lot of companies are going now is, oh, release the game early and get them to pay for all the other bits. They shouldn't, mm-hmm. but that's the way they go and it's annoying, but... Mm. That's why, you know, when you had Baldur's Gate 3 and it's just like, there are no microtransactions, there's no da-da-da, and it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? It's like, there are game developers that set out what they mean I to do, tossed, yeah. you know? Even, like, I, I think even when Nintendo announced that they weren't doing any DLC for Tears of the Kingdom, and I'm like, you know what, I'm quite glad, happy with that, you know? There's no more Tears of Kingdom. Like it's just that you just have the game and that's it. I'm that's cool. You know, more companies should be doing that instead of being like, here's an unfinished game and then we're gonna add some more. Ha ha! You're gonna pay a 20, 30 quid for more stuff that isn't really gonna add much to your game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scummy, but some. But I get. But then again, I don't know what some of the margins are for some companies. Like, say for example, if if they're releasing like a 50 pound game. But they want to, but like for case example, Terraria. Um, it's like an 11, 12 year old game, and most of it's probably like it's probably done the, mo- the majority of its sales. But they're still ongoing developing the game because the game developers want to keep pumping new stuff into the game. So I can understand like scenarios like that, where obviously to fund continuous projects like that. But when it's just a game which you know in two years' time is going to be a redundant thing, like. Yeah, it's scummy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awkward. Although, say, although saying that, I like what they did to Black Ops, though. So. <laughs> what do they do to Black Ops? Oh, you know, just the zombies maps. Like, oh. You know, it's not right. it's not exactly, like, directly the game stuff. It's just additional stuff if you want to. Mm. Yeah, well, that's always been a thing with zombies. and mm. I, don't, I think there will always be a problem with DLC these days. Like, the, the way of expansions is gone now, and, like, DLC as it is with, like, unfinished games and the amount of patches is a is a is just a thing, sadly. And as you know, when a company doesn't do it, they should be praised, which that they haven't. Mm. They're not scummy, you know. Yeah. But it's sad that we have to praise them. You know, we shouldn't need to praise them, but sadly we do because there's a, there's too many companies that will not won't do the the whole mile for for their game. Mm. But, well, you know. Say what else is coming out, which look completely pointless. One called Trombone Champ. Which I is, saw that. Uh, I was just like, I'm just I'm not going to bother. But, but you you just play it by moving the controller up and down. It's like, that's hardly Guitar Hero, is it? 
It's like you're not even using a microphone to blow into it. It's like, it's like, why would you play that? It's just moving your arm up and down. Because it's hardly playing a trombone. It's not even mimicking the movement. It's stupid. It's for when it, you know. It's when a family gets a, a switch. They're like, let's get this. It looks fun, and then the kids will play it for an hour and then never touch it again. Honestly, mm. like, oh, why? Uh, Tomb Raider's been right. One, oh, two, yeah. and three are being remastered, and I tell you what, I don't like the remastered graphics. I'm not a big fan of Tomb Raider anyway, but I think the uh, older graphics look way better. I've not seen any of the... I've not seen the... There's a trailer for it. I've not even seen the trailer for it. I don't know what they look like exactly. Basically, they've just essentially this was like they put a filter over it to like smooth out everything like get mm. all rid of like the polygonal edges but at the same time it looks like it's just removed like any personality and charm from it at the same time mm. everything looks like it's covered in plastic and vacuum pack uh, okay <laughs> That's not cool. I've only played no. the first one. I didn't even get that far because I, I didn't even fi- find it that that it controlled that well. <laughs> no, um, I I played the first one when it came out. I didn't like it because for that reason, I just couldn't control the fucking thing. You know, I was like, uh, I've never played Tomb Raider. I'm so excited. Play, started playing it. I was like, this controls like shit. It does. Unfortunately, that's like the like half the selling point. It's like you're not meant to control it. If you could control it, it wouldn't be. There'd be no challenge. It's like you're meant to take about half hour to make every single jump. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, this is not what I expected, and uh, mm-hmm. I haven't played it since. And the only ones I have played are the, the reboot ones. <laughs> I wonder mm-hmm. why? Because they actually play good. Yeah, because they saw, oh, Uncharted looks good, doesn't it? Let's do that. But with a, a hot, <laughs> I was about to say a hot anime girl no with a hot video game character are you saying nathan drake's not hot <laughs> of course nathan drake is hot he's a hot anime girl i mean what <laughs> he's a waifu uh... <laughs> like, i lost it there slightly <laughs> uh... oh top 10 animal waifus number one nathan, nathan drake, drake. That would be the wild card at Trash Taste, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, actually, actually that's not true. It wouldn't be Nathan Drake, would it? It'd, it'd be Sully. Oh, Sully. What, played by... Uh, oh, fucking, what's he called? Not fucking Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, played by Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> favourite. Anyone else? Like anyone else in a better job. What, uh, what, what were they thinking? Something, apparently. Not not what I would have... I don't know. Stupid. Oh, well. I'm, probably too, I'm probably thinking one or two things. One, money. And second, uh, Mark Wahlberg is sniffing around looking for an acting job. And he looks like he's going to beat me up, so let's just cast him in the chart. <laughs> uh, going back to uh, Tomb Raider, um, I, I think the only thing that people really want out of this is to just check in Tomb Raider 2 yep. if you can still lock the button in the fridge. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> that says it all. Yeah. Like, can I can I do this? Yep, ten out of ten. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm just like looking, glancing over it. But I say glancing over it. I do mean glancing over it because my eyes are just like glazed over looking at all the things. Like, a, lot, a lot of the games, like, some of them just look like mobile games. Like that that shouldn't be on the Switch. That looks like it, you know, it should be on like, on the iPhone too. I remember enjoying WarioWare where that was on the normal Wii. Like me and my sister mm. used to play that quite a bit. That was quite fun. Yeah, because you got Move It coming out, haven't you? and mm. latest one that might be all right i've never played a warrior game neither oh um, there i love it because um the whole gimmick have we spoke have i spoke about it at all no no. no. So the whole gimmick of WarioWare is you hold, so we'll just use the Wii as the example. So you'd hold the Wii controller in different orientation depends depending on what the game mode is. And each game mode will have different positionings or, like you know, like sort of like karate style yeah. descriptions of it. So like one technique would be called the elephant, where you'd hold like the Wii remote on like your nose pointing forwards as if you're an elephant's trunk. 
and you direct it using that. Or one of them could be the swordsman, where you hold the Wii remote by your hip as if you're drawing a sword. And then there'll be like different game or challenges depending on where that Wii remote has to be positioned and you have to do it. So like one of them, I remember, was um, using the trunk position, the elephant's trunk. You'd have to like get as many apples from the tree into the basket as possible. So you'd have to like move your head while holding it like that. So if you're doing it in a party, I could see it being a very, very fun game. And, it's, and I've, if I remember correctly, the Wii version also had like a story mode on it where you go through, do like the story and get different um, like techniques and d- different um, mini games to do as well. So yeah, it was quite fun. And as it gets more and more hectic, it, it, it's interesting. So I, I hope that if they do it like, for this one, it's bigger and better. Being on the Switch, it's got the potential to be the best one because of how good yeah, the uh, motion again, you've got the, yeah, the, the advances in motion control have come leaps and bounds since the Wii. But there already what? is a... WarioWare on the Switch. Which one? So is this, this a will be the new second one? one. Or is this, I think this is the, a new one, so this will be the second one on the Switch. Warrior Move It. Okay. Should I remove it? Okay. Oh, they don't really give me much information. It's just a trailer. I'm just going to quickly watch the trailer. I think from what I remember of the WarioWare games, like the ones on the DS were quite popular apart from Touch, because I think Touch leant too much into like the whole sort of motion control mic gimmicks, where the other ones are just like the rather simplistic sort of mini games, like mi- or micro games as they call them. And with this more mm. fun. Funny enough, I just opened this video of Warrior where it gives me a trailer of Starfield. <laughs> yeah, again, so it's got the same things like hold the hold the the remotes in different actions or forms. Okay, it says forms. So looking at this, I can see four forms. Like one of them looks like slapping someone. One of them looks like dumbbells. One of them looks like using a phone. Another one looks like you're squatting as if you're having a shit. Another one is a bit NSFW by the look of it because you've got one hand in front of your mouth and one hand in your ass, which I don't quite understand. That's the move it part. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just, I'm just looking at it right now. It, it looks awful. Like that position you have to be in. Like, I don't know what earth is that going to be used. So you yeah, mentioned it. You mentioned elephant earlier, and uh, <laughs> your version of the elephant's very different to my version of the elephant. Oh, I see the position now in action. It's um, as if you've been a chicken, so you've got a beak and a tail. Yeah, yeah, okay. It looks okay graphically. It's like, it looks pretty much the same as the Wii version. It looks like it's got the same sort of story-ish overworld mode and all the different challenges and game modes. I can, I can see it being a really good part. It'll be a, a good party game, but if it if it comes out, it's like oh, forty quid. I'm just like no, nah. Nothing could probably be the case because uh, Nintendo. It's, yeah, it's one of these games where you don't. It hasn't got a lot of longevity. It's just one of those games you could just pick up and be like, "Oh, like who fancies playing WarioWare?" Sure. But. Mm, well, it'll probably be better than Starfield. Probably. That's the the sad thing about many things. I legit think just even just look at the trailer for WarioWare. It, because it plays, it looks the same as the Wii version in terms of like the mini games. I can probably already put more time and effort into it over Starfield. Yeah, you can say one thing for WarioWare. It doesn't look boring. <laughs> nah, it, it, it's fun. I suppose um, looking at this at this list, there's two things. There's two more games that kind of look like they may be interesting. Well, three really, but I, I say three because one of them is uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 is getting a HD sort of remaster because that's just been tied to like the 3ds and mm. yeah i think that's fair that gets a that gets uh launched again although that is my least favorite luigi's mansion game i, I country played the first one first one's good second one the second one's not terrible but um instead of like taking place in like one mansion it takes place over several like, like different worlds and like you just go back like to do like another mission three times and i think that's just because it's on the handheld so it's structured like that so you mm. can like do a quick mission for like 10 minutes and then put it down again mm. i hear the third um, one's really good third one's really good 
but I do think it actually goes on a bit too long. Oh. <laughs> is it like the first game you can do it in like, like two or three hours, much quicker if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, Luigi's Mansion Three takes like like fifteen twenty hours. Like, by the time it's like near the end, it's like this fucking end, please. And there's like loads of treasure everywhere, but there's bugger all to buy with it. So you get to a point, it's like, well, I'm not bothering. But it doesn't stop you from doing it because you know we're all collector maniacs. We see that diamond and treasure, and we mm-hmm. want it. But yeah, the, the two other things that may be interesting. There's a new Contra game. Uh, Operation Gallagher, which might be alright. Plays like original Contra, might be LF. Don't know if I'll play full price for it, maybe like a fiver. Hmm. And there's a new Prince of Persia called The Lost Crown. And in the trailer, that looks kind of like the combat's a bit like Metroid Dread, but melee focused. Uh, but it only really shows combat and a little bit of light platforming. It doesn't give you an awful lot to go on. So I don't know whether it's going to be like a full fledged sort of Metroidvania RPG or whether it's going to be more of a on rails linear sort of combat thing. It, there's not really enough to go on. But it might be interesting. We'll see. So the two games which I'm looking at now and just watched the trailer for is Aiden Chronicle and Unicorn Overlord. Just They're just like different looking RPGs. And it's like, okay, I can see myself playing them, but because they're sort of newish, I'm just like, I can't really justify paying like 30 plus for them. I didn't think Unicorn Overlord looked all that good, to be honest. Oh, I'm I just looking at it. It looks weird, but that's, what, that's what's drawing I, me to I it. Don't, I don't like... Um, how it's animated like it's sort of like half stilted you know what i mean like it's like done in deliberate way so it looks like they're only doing like half the frames yeah if it was a bit smoother during the combat yeah 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 i don't i hate that art style i like the overworld looking like how it's like a storybook mm. but aiden yeah. chronicle looks interesting i like you can build your own like little villagey thing i thought you'd be going for uh is it spy Anya, the the uh, spy family tie-in game which i'm, I'm looking, sure on, I'm looking on the ig website like I can't see it on the IGN one. You know, I'm on Nintendo Life. I'll just, well, I'll just look at the YouTube video. Uh, There's one called Eastworld Octopia, which, uh, sorry, Eastwood, which I know there is a game called East, I think it's called Eastwood, isn't it? Yeah, because I've got it, but I've not even played it. (laughs) Yeah. This one looks like a totally different type of game, and it looks, it just looks like a carbon copy of Starfield. Like, it looks pretty much identical. Like, graphically, it even looks the same. And I'm not into, sorry, not Starfield, fucking... Uh, Stardew Valley. I love fucking Starfield on the brain. Stardew Valley. He looks exactly like Stardew Valley. Mm. Right. And um, yeah, if if you like show me these two slides, I'd have like that um that meme from The Office. It's like, or corporate wants you to find yeah, the difference yeah. between these two games. It's, it's the same picture. <laughs> I don't know what what other big releases have we got this year before you know tomorrow lies of oh as a recording tomorrow lies of P, which I thought yeah. was coming out earlier, which disappointed me. Yeah, I thought it was as well. Uh, and then annoyingly, I found out it's because it's got three separate release dates. <laughs> It's got one. It's already out. If you bought the uh, the deluxe version, so you got it early, which is bollocks. We get it tomorrow on Game Pass, but then the rest of uh, I think Europe gets it the day after. I don't know why. Uh, you know, I don't know. But nah, yeah, so I was originally cool. like, I got, I got really excited. I was like, okay, like get the Liza P downloaded like yesterday. I'm like, hang on a minute. Why is the same release date 18th of September? Yeah, because I read 16th initially. If you don't know, we're, uh, we're actually recording a day early. Today. We're not recording Monday. Monday on a normal day would have been able to have a quick go. Oh, well, well, that'll, be, that'll be the next episode, though. Yeah, we got that. Um, funnily enough, on the twenty first, so in a few days' time, uh, the DLC for Resident Evil Four comes out. The uh, oh. uh, Operation mate, Ado, yeah. separate ways, sorry, separate ways. Yeah, which we, we sort of knew was coming anyway because it's like DLC in the original games. It's like, where's the rest? 
my mate told me I, about that when I saw him on Friday. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was. Well, he said he said it was announced. I didn't realize it was coming this soon. Yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, like, they didn't say anything for ages. And it's like, oh yeah, it's coming out. It's like when? Well, next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it sort of came out over the summer. At least it seemed to, because I didn't see anything about it. And I'm a super fan of Resident Evil. It's like the first I heard of it was like two days ago. It's like, ah. Because when I thought, oh, it's announced, it's like, oh, that'll be around about Christmas time. Then it's like, nope, in a few days. Just shame, really, because I've I've just had like two weeks off streaming. I could have been playing that, damn it. I haven't. A day you come out a couple of days later. No, it just means you've got yeah. to do it as soon as you get back into it. Precisely, precisely. Content. Yeah. Well, what I don't know about it, because I should have really looked this up, is I don't know how much it costs and how long it's going to be. Because in the original game, it's only like a couple of hours tops. So we'll see. Mm. I, I might. Uh, this might be one. Even though I love Resi 4 to death and got the platinum and everything on it, I may wait to see what people say first before diving in. I'm sure I will buy it because it's more Resi 4, and I'd love me some Resi 4. But it depends on how much it's going to be as well. Yeah. You if they say like, oh, it's it's fifth, if, yeah, if it's like, oh, it's 15 quid and it's only an hour, I think mm, I might wait for a post drop. Yeah. When I want to see stuff like that, I just tend to like compare it to like my hourly wage. You'd be like, okay, if if I get paid this much, if I buy this, it's going to cost this much. Like how much? you know sort of work it out like you know okay if i buy this dlc that's like two pound an hour of gameplay or as this one might be oh i just bought a mortgage because like 50 quid for half an hour i don't know i know it's uh that's you're saying you were right like last episode it's trying to weigh up your time and your money and your time on on, on games it's you know it's it's difficult mm. some games are an absolute steal and some you wait you, you feel like you wasted it. Yeah, some feel like they're stealing your money. Mm. Yeah, and we got Starfield for free, and we still feel like we've... I still feel <laughs> robbed. <laughs> Banter. Um... Oh god, that's all that data on the Xbox. I'm having to give up, and all that time spent downloading it. On the plus side, I'm going to have a lot more space in my hard drive soon. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are not going to like the, the episode title for this. Oh, I'll, I'll find out once uh, we finish. Yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, anything else? I think that's everything. Yeah. I think we're all Absolute there. I think we're um, so, yeah. No, next episode, Lies of P. Not like we said last episode when we said we'd be talking about Lies of P. Yeah, we lied about that. We died. We died. <laughs> Our nose is getting longer as we speak. Which is why I'll be careful. I'm going I'm to knock over my microphone if I'm not careful. Um, lies of victory achieved. Uh, so, there's nothing more. Um, as always, you know where we are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can listen X. To... Yeah, X. The fact that I, was, I no, listened to good. the Crick Rolls like, uh, talk show today and they go, they went Twitter and then someone went, they mentioned, oh, well, really, it's X. And all of them were like, mm, just says that no one likes the fact that it's called X. Even yeah. even the, the, the members of Critical Role hate it as well. So... We're not the only ones. Um, yeah, run them. Uh, you can listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, well, Audible. We're out everywhere. Give it. Listen to us in your newspaper. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any questions, just tell us. Uh, if you want us to answer anything, please. Um, yeah, we haven't. Had, yeah, it'll be nice to do some some um, uh, lis- listener questions again. Like points of discussion because they were fun. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. The only thing I've got to ask is, how often do you think about the Ro- Roman Empire? All right, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I don't understand this um, because my partner's mum asked me the same thing, <laughs> and I was just like, well, maybe once this year I thought about it. <laughs> And then is it what is it? Is it some sort of survey? Just saying that boys think of the Roman Empire more than girls. I don't know. I, I was just like, I'm gonna ask it as a banter. I I, I saw a uh, 
I found a, a reel of it, an eagle talk, mate, who made like a two-minute reel just talking about that. I was just like, whatever, just just fuck off. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I just wanted to randomly say it. it's probably going to age this fucking episode, but oh well. Yeah, you will come back to this episode in like a, like a few weeks. You'll be like, I don't understand. Yeah, pretty much. I'll, I'll, it would have gone past my mind. But otherwise, uh, I've been Dan. You've heard uh, Chris and Brandon. We've been victory achieved. You'll hear us soon. Bye. Yeah, enjoy. Bye.